trust him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen, amen. Well, shake hands with two or three people around you. Tell them God's right on time. Every time. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to see, amen, all of you in church tonight. Amen. There's some that are missing. Amen. Haven't called their pastor. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But you know what? We're all here. God's going to bless us. Amen. 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 Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for all you faithful saints of God. Amen. When you're sick, you let me know. If you're not going to be here, you call me, text me. Praise God. I am your shepherd. I do worry about you. Praise God. Amen. I pray for you often. Amen. And uh, we're in revival. <clears throat> amen. Anytime, anytime the church starts having revival, amen, the devil will stick his head up. Try to stop the revival, but the church is going to roll on. Amen. I said the church will roll on. Hallelujah. Amen. You can't stop the church. Amen. Well, it should have been 100% amen. The devil can't stop you. Amen. 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 First or Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and give us, given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul that to spare you I came not as yet to Corinth, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith you stand. Amen. Verse 20, it says, For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen. Praise God. Let's ask the Lord to help us tonight. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your presence that I feel right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I ask you tonight, God, to touch your people. God, to let your word fall upon fertile ground in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm going to teach and preach tonight on the promises of God, but a subtitle is, I have a past, but oh, what a future. Amen. Thank God for the future. Thank God for today. Amen. I'm thankful that I serve God today. Amen. 
I know tomorrow I'm going to keep serving him, but today I'm serving him. Hallelujah. Amen. It's real time. And I've just written down some notes here tonight, and uh, we're just going to go through the Word of God. When we get finished, we'll just see what God wants to do. But it says, I've been, I've been studying and reading and preaching, and, and uh, there, there is no part of the Word of God that, is, uh, that will not return void, uh, that will return void, but it will not return void unto us. It will return, if you put your bread upon the water, the Word of God says it shall return unto you. What was that talking about? It's talking about to invest your life into the kingdom of God. Amen. Invest your life into the things of God and you'll see a return on your investment in living for God. Praise God. Amen. And, and, and I'm thankful that I don't have to fear, amen, about giving my life to God and serving Him, that God is going to make the difference. Oh, amen. I said God's going to make the difference. In order for there to be a Holy Ghost transformation, you've got to get rid of old habits, problems, issues, and the things that hinder your walk with God. And so what we have to do is we've got to get in Jesus Christ. Amen. We can't get in part way, a little ways. We've got to get in all the way. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you tonight, but I've got to get all the way in to the kingdom of God. Amen. Jesus said, every man that enters into the kingdom of God, amen, strives to enter into it. Amen. That means you're going to work at your walk with God. You're going to work at it, look at it, examine it, determine what you have to do to live for God and live for God. Amen. Get a made-up mind. I'm going to live for God. I'm not going to stop living for God. I'm going to increase my walk with God. I'm going to go further in my walk with God. I'm going to go a little deeper in my walk with God. I'm going to see God do some great things. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for the church. Thank God. Amen. That he's still moving in the church. Amen. And so when we are in him, amen, his promises, uh, amen, and there are promises of the word of God. And the promises of God himself, but they are yea and amen. Amen. This word yea means a strong affirmation. And the word amen means so be it unto me. I want it. Amen. And God says it's going to be an amen. Hallelujah. His promises are yes. Amen. His promises are amen. How many want yes and amen in your walk with God? Amen. If that's what you want in your walk with God, amen, just, just, just get in this building, get in the church, get in your walk with God, amen, and give it all you got. I said give it all you got. You said, what if I do it wrong? Amen. We're all going to do something wrong eventually. Just live for God. Amen. Don't worry about the what ifs. Just say, I'm going to give it all I've got. I'm going to pull out all the stops. I'm going to... I'm going to give everything that I've got 100%. Well, hallelujah. Amen. The word of God tells us uh, to be in obedience, to submit ourselves 
amen, to God, to submit ourselves to the elder, to submit ourselves to each other. Amen. Submission is a is an important thing. It's something that is uh, very questioned in the world that we live in. Uh, submission is something that is optional, and you don't have to obey authority if you want to, but you can go spend time in prison for the next 30 years if you don't want to be in submission to authority. Amen. Oh, yeah, but the word of God is yea and amen. There's strong affirmation uh, for those that are in submission to the will of God. Uh, there's strong affirmation uh, for those that are in submission uh, to the man of God. Well, praise God. Amen. I said there's strong affirmation uh, to those that are in submission uh, to each other. Uh, amen. There's anointing in unity. I said there's anointing in unity uh, that when we all come into the unity of the faith, uh, come on, apostolic faith tabernacle, don't stop pulling together. Uh, don't stop working for God together. Uh, we got to stay uh, the course. Psalms 1 and 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not. For all of you that are purest, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. I'm not going to walk in the counsel of the podcast of this world. I'm not going to. I, I, I'll just preach to you because I feel like uh, as a pastor that I have uh, many more voices uh, preaching to you than what you hear me through the week uh, if you're not careful in your walk with God. Uh, don't walk in the counsel uh, of the ungodly. Uh, I don't care what they're saying. If it's the truth, uh, you still have to be careful because they're ungodly people. Amen. I said when you're listening to ungodly people, uh, amen, it's going to affect your spirit. It's going to affect your walk with God. Uh, amen. Listen to some apostolic preaching. Uh, get your Bible out. Uh, read it. Listen to it. Absorb it. Uh, don't listen to all the voices that are in this world. I think I've told this story before, but there's a man putting that door in. And uh, he was listening to a podcast. And I said, hey, I said, what are you listening to? He said, that's Joe Rogan. I said, well, I don't care who it is, turn it off. This is the house of God. Saying all types of four-letter words and, and, and crude things. And he said, I said to him, I said, we're not having that. And he said, oh, I'm sorry. This world don't even realize, uh, hey, man, they use filthy, perverted, uh, crude language so much uh, that they don't even realize they're listening to it. Uh, they don't realize they're saying it uh, until somebody to hey, church, uh, hey, man, we can't get, uh, hey, man, into the counsel of the ungodly people. Hey, man, I refuse to stand in it. Well, hallelujah, I said I refuse to stand in it. Uh, this is all the counsel that I need right here. I said this is all the counsel that I need right here. Amen. I'd listen to Rush Limbaugh every now and then. 
But you know what? About one hour, 30 minutes, and I was good for the next week. Sometimes the next month. Because it was just the same old thing. You say, oh, no, Pastor, it's not the same. Well, I know it's different names, different scenarios, but it's still the same old thing. Time after time, minute after minute. I'm not going to subject myself uh, to the things of this world. There's so many things now that I have to subject myself to because of the laws of the land. I'm not going to subject myself to things that will affect my Holy Ghost. Come on now. I'm preaching and teaching right now. Hey Amen. That you've got to walk with Jesus Christ because in him, his promises are yea and amen. Don't stand in the way of sinners. You say, oh, I get out of their way all the time. That's not what it's talking about. Don't stand in the way that they're walking. Don't stand and consider and think about uh, the pleasures of sin that are but for a season. They just last a little while. Look at the lives of this world while they may have it all together when it comes to everything that thing that matters in this world, but yet they still, they, they have trouble after trouble after trouble. Amen. And I, I refuse to be in that way. Oh, saint of God, I'm preaching to you tonight. Amen. Get out of that way. Amen. If you're going to get out of the world that you came, that God saved you from, you've got to get out of the way of sinners. you got to get out of that fast lane. you got to get out of that way of thinking. Get out of that lifestyle of sin. Amen. I'm not going to drinking parties. I'm not going to a rock concert. I'm not going to a country western concert. Amen. I don't, I don't even feel like there's a, a good things to listen to that you can... Oh, there, there's some good things on it. It's kind of like watching television. Hey, man, you're uh, dipping through the, the, the sewer in order to try to find an apple. Hey, man. Well, praise God. Hey, man, you can't listen. Hey, man, to the ungodly music of this world and have victory in your walk with God. Amen. You can't listen to country and western and rock and roll. And you can't listen to old time rock and roll that doesn't soothe your soul. I thought to myself, yeah, I bet Elvis Presley could preach a message tonight. If Elvis Presley, you know what Jesus said about one coming back from hell? Amen. He said that if they came back from the dead, that even they would not hear him then. Because he said that the people, oh yeah, he raised from the dead. Well, look at there. He said they got Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. You know what we have to hear in our walk with God? We've got to hear the preach word of God. Amen. We've got to get out of the way of sinner. We're not going to go that way. I'm not walking that direction. I'm not walking down that path. I'm walking with Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Well, hallelujah. It says here, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Well, I go to church, but we don't have to do all that stuff to be saved. I've got the Holy Ghost just like you do. Well, praise God. Oh, yeah. You know what? They're, they're scorning the Holy Ghost. They're scorning holiness. They're scorning. And you know what, church? We've got to say, okay, if God's filled me with the Holy Ghost and changed my life in order to stay changed, I've got to get out of that way. Now, I'm preaching some heavy stuff here, but what does the rest of this verse say? It says here, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Oh, I've got a past, but what a future's ahead of me. I've got, there's things behind me. I'm not proud of it. That's under the blood. Amen. And the future's ahead of me. Amen. God's made a way. Amen. God's made a way for me to get out of the world. I'm staying out of the world. God's made a way for me to get out of darkness. I'm staying in the light. God's made a way for me to hear his voice. I'm going to hear it again tonight. I'm going to hear it again on Sunday. I'm going to hear it when I pray. I'm going to hear it. Oh, come on, church. You've got to hear the voice of God. Hear it. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Hear it. Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 31, He said, don't take thought for tomorrow, what we shall eat, what we shall drink, how we're going to be clothed for all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That if I live for God, I serve God, God's going to take care of me. I said, God's going to take care of me. Amen. It might be the little things. It might be five bucks. It might be God heals my body. It might be God provides, amen, food for the table. It's the little things that God does. Amen. God, he's, how many's ever just been sitting around or saying, God, what's going to happen in life? and a peace settles upon you. Amen. I've had peace just come around me. Oh, I've had turmoil. Don't worry. In this life, you're going to have trouble. Amen. But when I start thinking about God and I start, amen, getting my mind on God, amen, there's a peace that comes with that. Amen. I'm going to meditate upon the Lord. I'm going to dwell on Him. Amen. I'm going to look to Him. Oh, look to Jesus. He's the author and the finisher. He's already, He was in the beginning. He's already in the future. Come on, somebody. Hey, man, you got to live for God right now, but he's going to be there tomorrow. 
all these things, whatever you have me, God will, God will make a way. God will make a way. There's a, you know, there's, there's times in your walk with God. I'm going to tell somebody here right now, in living for God, you've got to live for God on your merit. Not because of what somebody else does. If you live for God because of what somebody else is doing, pretty soon if you don't have a love for God, you'll fall out of the church. When God filled you with the Holy Ghost and you were baptized in Jesus' name, you started a relationship with Jesus Christ and you have to build that relationship. You got to work on it. If you get married and you never talk to your wife, give it about six months and you'll be divorced. I promise you, if I never spoke one word to my wife for six months, there would be problem in the character household. And people think that you can get by without praying and talking to God. You've got to pray. I said you have to pray. Amen. There's no choice. You've got to talk to God. Amen. Because that's your communication with God. That's how God, oh yeah, God, he knows our heart. He knows everything that's going on. But he wants you to talk to him. He talks to you. He's not so much of the church that he give us his word. The physical word became the written word. And it's Christ in you, the power of the Holy Ghost, the hope of glory. And he thought so much of the church that he give you pastors after his own heart. That's what the word of God says. He thought so much of the church that he shed his own blood for the church. God said, I'm not doing, I'm doing it for all the world, but I did it for the church. Amen. You said, well, that means that I was, uh, he thought of me before I was filled with the Holy Ghost. You're exactly right. Amen. God knew you before you were ever filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, ever transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. He shed his blood for the church. He shed it for you. Think about that. Amen. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Let's talk about God. Amen. God's will in our life and, and God directing us. If God opens a door that will help you and not hinder your walk with God, walk through it. Amen. If if, if you have an opportunity and it's going to increase, uh, increase you uh, financially, if it increases you spiritually, if it, but if it hinders any part of your walk with God, say, wait a minute, I don't feel like that's the will of God. There's some people that have a problem with me preaching about money. But I promise you, you shut the money supply off in your household, Amen, and you'll start crying out to God. And so you know how God blesses us? He blesses us spiritually. He blesses us financially. He blesses us physically. I believe God can give us good health. And we have a responsibility. Amen, you have a responsibility to your wife and your children. You have a responsibility to your husband and your children. Amen. Take care of the temple. Amen. That God put the Holy Ghost in. I said take care of your temple. Amen. Don't let it just go to seed. Don't let it go to pot. Don't let it. 
didn't sound right, did it? There's a whole bunch of states already doing that. And you know what? Kansas will probably follow right on along. But you know what? Apostolics, they don't do CBD oil. They don't smoke pot for cancer. Well, praise God. You say, what if you get cancer? I pray I don't. But I can promise you, you won't ever find one joint in Pastor Carricker's truck. You won't find one. Well, you won't find one bottle of CBD oil, huh. Amen. Because I'm not going to do something that I preach a sin. Then I say, okay, it's okay that I do it because I'm sick. I don't know why I'm saying that, but here we are, and I ain't taking it back. Praise God. Come out from among them and be a separate. Amen. I, I, I've never smoked pot in my life. And I never will. Amen. I've never drank alcohol in my life. And I never will. You say, you're just bragging. No, 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 no. By the grace of God. Amen. I'm living for him. By the grace of God, I'm walking with him. By the grace of God, I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back. I'm going forward. Come on, church. It's time for revival. Amen. Apostolic Faith Tabernacle is a revival church. Amen. We're not just a church that sits around. Amen. And patty cakes for Jesus. But we work for the master. Amen. It's time to have revival. It's time to have a revival. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. God wants the best for the church. Deuteronomy chapter 6, well known for one God. But in verse 10 it says, It shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give, to give thee great and goodly cities, which you buildest not, and houses full of good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou dig not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, and from the house of bondage. He said, Pastor, why, did you, why do you have to ruin everything you just preached by reading that? Because God knows we're human. God knows we get into those comfort zones. God knows that we are tempted by the things that uh, are in this world. And he told his people, he said, look, he said, I delivered you with a mighty hand, and I'm going to give you all these things and gave you all these things. But he said, you better beware because the devil will come tripping along and saying, oh, you don't need to go to church now. You don't need to live for God now. You don't need to pray anymore. You don't need to read your Bible anymore. How long has it been since you read your Bible? How long has it been since you prayed? How long has it been since you prayed through, uh, amen, to a brand new tongue-talking experience? Come on, church. Amen. We can't forget, uh, amen, the Holy Ghost that God has given to us. Uh, we've got to keep it fresh. The Bible says to stir up the gift of God uh, that is within you. 
Stir it up. Amen. Keep it fresh. Amen. Don't let it sit there in that pot and spoil. Amen. Keep it fresh. You know how you keep it fresh? Is you keep pouring it out so God will fill it back up. You keep pouring out and God will fill it back up. Keep pouring out and God will fill it back up. That's how you keep the Holy Ghost fresh is keep on working for God. bottle of oil, get your big old bottle of oil, olive oil, and set it up in the cabinet, you say, man, I've got this big old bottle of olive oil, and it's sitting in my cabinet, and I'm not going to use it. A lot of you already, your brain's way ahead of my preaching. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to look at that bottle of oil. You know what happens to that bottle of oil after a while? What happens to it? It gets rancid. How many of you ever smelt old stinky olive oil? I have. And I'm not saying olive oil is the Holy Ghost, but you know the Holy Ghost is in the same way. Oh, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to set myself up here on the shelf. You know how that olive oil stays good? Did you use it? And when it's gone, you go get some more. <laughs> you know how the Holy Ghost stays fresh? Is you use it. I said you use it. Amen. Don't let the Holy Ghost just sit there in your vessel. Use it. Be a witness. Amen. Pray. Amen. I had a woman call me tonight. She said, she said Pastor, I hope we can rectify this problem, Sister Willard. She said, I, I feel like I got put out of your church and I didn't even get to come. I said, you didn't get put out of nothing. I said, we have church tonight. What are you waiting for? And she said, oh, I am so happy, amen, to be able to come to church. You know what? I believe in God to fill it with the Holy Ghost on Sunday. I'm believing God she's going to be in here. She might be homeless now. I don't know. Hey, man, but when she walks through those doors, I believe God can fill her with the Holy Ghost. She said she was apostolic at one time. I just told her, I said, you know, there's times in our church where we're having certain meetings where I don't allow the public to come in. But I said, when we're open for church, you're welcome to come into this church. You're welcome to come and get the Holy Ghost. And you're welcome to get baptized in Jesus' name. We want to baptize you. Hey, church, that's how we keep the Holy Ghost fresh is use it. I said, use that. Don't let the Holy Ghost just sit there. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. come to church one time on Sunday and have a walk with God, you're in trouble. Amen. You know, a tree says he's going to be like a tree planted. You watch the trees right now. They go through so many stages every year. But all through their, their productive time, they're constantly putting on leaves. They're constantly growing. How many's ever how many's ever looked at a tree? Where you can really see it is on a smaller tree. If you have a short tree or a tree that might be eight, ten feet tall in your yard, just watch the top of it. You'll see these real dark looking branches coming out the top of the branches that are already there. 
And you say, what is that? It's called new growth. That that tree cannot just stay one size forever or there's something wrong with that tree. Amen. And so that tree is constantly putting on new growth. You know, in your walk with God, it, you should constantly be growing in your walk with God. You should constantly be producing some type of fruit. You say, Pastor, I've never won anybody to God. Are you sure about that? Amen. What about you say, well, how about want someone to God? Amen. Jesus said, amen, when you brought me, amen, when you came and seen me in prison, when you came, amen, and you clothed me and you, you brought me something to eat, amen, all of these things, Jesus said, when you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. Can I tell you that there's people in the kingdom of God today and you say, I didn't do a whole lot, to, amen, to teach him a Bible study or praying through in the altar but what about the person that kept the church clean uh, that kept the lights on uh, amen that said hey I'm going to be part of the church uh, amen whether I'm hauling ammunition from their back uh, or whether I'm on the front line fighting the battle uh, come on saint of God uh, amen you're producing fruit and you don't even know it uh, look around you do you think this is because of one person uh, no uh, it's because there's a church uh, that's praying uh, and a church that's fasting and a church that's reaching for this city. If I try to do this myself, I'm in trouble. I hope I'm helping somebody here tonight. Isaiah 1 and 19 says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. You will have tests. You will have trials. Peter said that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You say, Pastor, I'm going through tests and trials in my walk with God. Keep the faith. Keep praising God. Amen. Give God the glory. Amen. Through it all, just say, God, I'm giving you the glory. Hey, God, I'm walking with you. Come thick or thin. Come hell or high water, I'm living for God. Whether anybody else in my family lives for God, I'm living for God. Come on, somebody. And you know what you're going to do? Amen. You're going to be the, the one that the Word of God, Isaiah, wrote about. Amen. That you can be those that are the, 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 the ones that make up the hedge, that build the walls, that, that, that the waste places that are, that, that are thrown to the side. You're going to be those. Amen. That see those come into the house of God and that they're saved and their lives are changed and transformed. say sometimes it feels like what I'm doing that I don't have a lot of results remember the kingdom of God is not meat and drink it's not results oriented sometimes we got to do things because the word of God commands us to do it and we don't always see the results Sometimes you don't see a result of something until it dies. Jesus said, except a corn of wheat 
fall into the ground and die. It abideth what? Alone. If you say, God, I'm going to do this not because I just want to see a result, but I'm planting a seed. I'm planting a seed. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right here. That God, what I'm doing is not for show. What I'm doing is not, oh, I, I want to see people saved. I want to see people changed and transformed. But you know what? If I don't see it happen this Sunday, I'm going to keep planting the seed. And I'll see it the next Sunday. And if it doesn't happen that Sunday, I know it will happen the next Sunday. You say, well, if it doesn't happen that Sunday, it's getting ready to happen. Because when you plant seed, the seed grows. Uh, amen. The Word of God is certified. It's certified seed. Now, I don't want to get off on a rabbit trail. But somebody said that all the seeds that are planted in the world today are all GMO. And I said, I thought to myself, surely not. And somebody said to you, if the government wants to, they can shut off the food supply of the world just by not giving out any more seeds. Because they said you can't just plant a wheat seed out of a wheat stalk and it grow because it's been genetically modified. But you know what? That Bible has not been genetically modified spiritually. That Bible, that's, that's the reason why the church just keeps on. They try to put the church in the lion's den. They've tried to burn it. They've tried to drown it. They've tried to boil it in oil. they try all these things. And you know what happens is the Word of God. It keeps getting planted. And you know what happens is it grows. And so what you have to do is keep on planting the Word of God. Don't, be, don't despise the day of small things. Don't be discouraged. Amen. We shall reap in due season if we faint not. Just keep on, keep on preaching. Keep on reaching. Amen. Keep on witnessing. Keep on planting the seed. You know what you're going to see? You're going to see a harvest. You're going to see the church grow. You're going to see the church happen. You're going to see new churches. You're going to see new growth. Can't stop the church. What a future. Now, Jesus said, strive to enter in. Strive to enter in. Where do you want to be in the next year? What have you done for God in this past year? You need to set goals in living for God. Amen. Set a goal that I'm going to witness to 10 people this week. Uh, set a goal that I'm going to teach a Bible study this year. What would happen if every person in the church would teach a Bible study? You say, I can't teach a Bible study, Pastor Carriker. Amen. 88% uh, of apostolic churches, uh, amen, know more about the Bible than 100% of the rest of the, of the church world. You say, well, why is it only 88%? Because uh, there are small children. But if you've been in church for any length of time at all, you know more Word of God than just about anybody else in this city. You can teach a Bible study. Amen. You can reach somebody that's lost. You can show them the way of salvation. You can show them. Amen. And it doesn't have to be a 12-week Bible study. Amen. we got Bible study in the bag. We've got one-hour Bible studies. We've got five-minute Bible studies. Amen. We've got all kinds of Bible studies that anybody can teach. Amen. And you can be part of the harvest. 
What a future. The opportunity for growth. Amen. When the church grows, amen, uh, uh, that, that's when we see God. That's where God moves at. Amen. God is moving. And, and right now, uh, we may not have, thank God, Sister Swartz back here. Amen. The way I understand it, did you get the Holy Ghost here in this church years ago? Amen. She's here visiting her and her husband. I didn't even know her. Amen. And, and, and she came to this church years ago. And you know what, church? Uh, amen. She is still full of the Holy Ghost. Because when somebody gets the Holy Ghost, it changes their life. Uh, amen. They're not the same person. Uh, amen. They're not going to turn back to sin. Not all of them are going to go back to the old life. Uh, I believe there's people that are hungry and want to live for God. Praise God. Paul said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. There's some of you need to forget your old life. Forget the past. You say, well, pastor, I can't forget it. Well, let it die. It may still be a memory, but it doesn't have to be alive. You know, sometimes when we Talk about something, we give life to it. How many is with me right now? Don't go back to the past. Leave the past alone. We all, we all have done things in our past that we're not proud of. There might be some small children in here that don't have to have that testimony, thank God. But with life, you give life enough times enough time and you'll you'll do something that you say, man, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't rang that bell. How many is with me right now? All of us. All of us in here have, have done something we say, wow, I wish I could undo that. And it's it's done. But Paul said, he said, he said here, he said, I count my, not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are where? Before. And today I press toward the mark for the price. Have faith in God. I said have faith in God. Move on to the future because there's no living in the past. Am I just going to be a shadow of the past or an outline of the future? Think about that. Are you just going to be a shadow of your past? Or are you going to be an outline of your future? The shadows of, of yesterday. The shadows of uh, the things of yesterday are dark. They're, they're old. They're, they're, they're over with. And I refuse to live in that shadow or to become just a shadow of the past. But I'm going to be an outline for the future. Praise God. Revelations 3 and 8. God's will opens the door. Revelations 3 and 8, it says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. And no man can shut it. Notice here, God says, I have set before thee an open door. There's times where we try to open doors that God doesn't want us to open those doors. 
And then there's, then there's times where God opens the door and he sets the open door before us. He says, thou hast a little strength. Thou hast kept my word and has not denied my name. So when you work for God, back it up with prayer and fasting. I said, when you work for God, back it up with prayer and fasting. Amen. Put some, put some legs on your prayer and fasting. Amen. Don't, don't just pray and fast and never do anything with it. Amen. But say, you know, I'm going to work for God. I'm going to see God's works in the deep. Be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. The Word of God, it says in Hebrews 5 and 14, it says, Strong meat belongeth to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Be sensitive. Amen. I said be sensitive. Try the spirits. Amen. Uh, you say, well, that, that's talking in a negative connotation, but what about if we try the spirits and we sense that someone's hungry for God? We sense that someone's hurting. We sense that someone needs a prayer today. We sense that someone, amen, that there's someone that needs, amen, healing in their body. Amen. The Bible says a sign of a believer, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Be sensitive to that. Heed. Pay attention to the call of God. The last thing that Jesus, one of the last things he said to his disciples in John 15 and 16, he said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name he may give it to you. God hasn't given us the option of choosing him. He chose us. A long time before we said, yes, Lord, he said, I have my hand on that person. I've got my hand on that person's life. Is there anybody here tonight that you feel like God's hand is on your life? Why don't you stand right now? And say, God, I may have a past, but oh, what a future. Hallelujah. Let's gather to this altar tonight. Lift our hands to the Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. While the music's playing, songs being sung, recommit yourself to God. Let the Holy Ghost renew you tonight. God, I'm going to live for you with all my heart. Hallelujah, all oh my soul, all oh my strength. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's love the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus.